Hey guys, it's Tati. Welcome back to Worldviews Podcast. Today is Worldviews Wednesdays, and I'm here to discuss, uh, you know, re- like regular stuff, hot topics, but mostly like Ari Lennox's album today, and just like diving deep into capitalism and just what it really is. Um, give me one second. okay anyways um yeah we're I, I got a comment recently that related to capitalism we had a stream like a couple of days ago like nine days ago I think just talking about Jay-Z being called out for being a capitalist and just his remarks against it I want to show that to you guys I recommend Wine and Chill Channel. She talks about Jay-Z being called capitalist. The thing about capitalism is that the very few profit by exploiting the workers or anybody. True. Like there's like he goes into saying like there's no rich without the poor. For example, the rich would not be here if it wasn't for the poor people, the rich slaves. The rich slave masters are profiting by exploiting completely my ancestors. Communism, it's it's classless, moneyless, stateless. So it tries to like, reduce the gap between the poorest and the richest and should raise the standard of living. So each, so eat the rich. Okay. But yeah, anyways, um, that was the comment. I kind of want to educate myself a little bit more on what capitalism is and like if there would be a better way to run the system, a better way to, to even the playing ground for everybody. Um, so we're going to get into that later on, but we're going to get right into Ari Lennox and just her remarks about her album, because I've heard a little bit of it. I haven't really heard the whole album itself um, too in depth, but so far what I've heard isn't terrible. Like I did a reaction to one of her songs called Queen Space and it wasn't bad. I think I heard a little bit of Hoodie and that... I just, we're gonna edit sound my amazing. This my, album is so t- my real tasteful. But I want to hear what she has to say about and, it, and how it she just, feels about it. Has it. this overarching feeling of just warmth, and it's rich, and every sound is just beautiful. And your performance is better than ever. Congratulations! Thank you. I'm honored you feel that way. I appreciate you a lot. Oh, it's amazing. Congrats. So. Age six location, that's a throwback right there. We were just talking about that. Mm, yep, exactly. Like, it's everything, it's everything. I think what uh, Sarah wanted to know what your username was back then when it was just ASL World. I know it had something to do with, like, sexy and chocolate. I don't remember it, though. Like, I'm so pissed. I don't remember what it was, but I stayed in those chat rooms, like, stayed in them looking for somebody, like... I think it's where a community of, of individuals, and particularly young people, we're searching for um, identity and opinion, right? Because back then when the internet was on, how do you break in? How do you be heard? And those chat rooms were a place where it was like the first time it was the opening of that kind of era. And it clearly did leave a real, make a real impression on you because it's a beautiful album title, but it's so specific to that time. Oh, yeah. It was such an escape, like, in the best way I feel like I could socialize with people or one of the most exciting ways I could just become someone else and 
like fantasize about whoever is behind that username, you know. I feel like we were all lying. I feel like <laughs> like who knows who I was communicating with, which is really kind of scary. Back then the internet was just like, it'll be fine. And then it's like, it's not fine. It's not fine. I was a little baby. Like, I should not have been on there. <laughs> now you're in a situation as an artist where you're getting to refer to that to that. Um, and and how I wonder how that title influences the body of work. Um, you know, how it sort of flows through. Is there a connection? to those three words and the way that the album feels as a whole. I would just say that it's simply about my dating experience and the ups and downs. And really it's just this transitional space right before like an eat, pray, love journey, I'll say. But it's a very bittersweet transitional space, I'll say. But I'm learning a lot about myself and uh, it's, it's everything though. That is the place where you, I, th I think when you mature and you become old enough to, to have relationships that mean something and then when you lose them, it, mean, it means something, you know, that, that, that you go through that work. And this is like, that's what I hear in this, in this album is it's, it's not a, you said it's bittersweet, which I love because it is equal parts. It's like there's the bitterness of growth and, and, and needing to and the sweetness of what's around the corner. It's not one way or the other. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, mm. I would have to agree for sure. So where did it start? I want to ask you just a few basic kind of timeline facts on on how this that, were you just always working I was hoping for a Jasmine Sullivan feature and I thought I think, honestly, they had one right on the before album. The pandemic hit, I was but just hanging out in the studio so, no. with the lead and we were just making music. I think Queen Space was one of the first uh records we made um Shout in out 2020. And then since 2020 I just been working really hard um, with different people in Atlanta and California, um, DC, you know. It wasn't so specific, like we're in album mode. It was just, we're always very free. And then we we see in the end what we're gonna keep. Yeah, out of 90 songs. You know, and everyone on the internet wants to know what those other 78 songs are right now. They're gonna come out one day, some of them. Some of them will never, never should ever come out. You know but some of them, hear. which is the one that you wanna hear. Hotep. We, we want to hear Hotep. That's... Hotep. <laughs> I, I actually leaked Hotep. I did. I leaked it. I, I played it on IG Live once. I want to know about Everything Bagel. What was that? What's up with Everything Bagel? It's one of the records that probably should never see the light of day. <laughs> it's really sweet, but no one needs to know. <laughs> and the one I think I saw the most conversation about was DC. Like, people, people really want to know. Okay, there's a few songs that I have where I feel like I'm being way too nice to men and it's like I don't I don't want to be so like soft and like nice and like hyping guys up anymore like I'm exhausted like I don't want to do it yeah us Ari <laughs> us but yes but no like I I do love men I'm just tired of freaking Sucking them off. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Queen Space is at the end, and you mentioned that was one of the first songs. There's some, there's some, there's some sort of timeline things there for me. One of the first songs you did is at the end of the album. We got it last week. It's kind of like a, a, a moment to get us even more excited about this record. It's you and Summer once again. There's that, that chemistry. Summer and Ari Lennox oh, wow. are like the it's dynamic duo to r&b like when they come together it's, for myself it's always like a good time what i need 
um, from someone, if we're gonna, if that person is gonna enter something so sacred to me, like my queen space, like mm -hmm. you have to be respectful. Um, we have to effectively communicate. Um, yeah, we, we have to strive for solutions, solution-based, not shutting down and, you know, immaturity and stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of like me sticking up for myself and, and I sent it to Summer, she killed it. Um, Cole also helped uh, me write uh, some of the verse and helped me with uh, basically this pre-course before the course and uh, literally elevated it so much. Like he always does, like he's such an angel. And, and so is Summer. She elevated the record in a way like I couldn't even imagine. Like love her you know what's amazing about you and summer is that um whenever whenever you come together it's, literally it's like it's a, the chemistry really strong something like, french like the friendship is what emerges more than even just the chemistry the creative chemistry you know what do you the what interview you was hilarious before we even hear her music you know her better than anyone what do we know what, what do you love about her she's so sweet she's i feel like she's always pouring into the people around her she's very nice and like just nice and, and giving and just sweet and she's thoughtful like you know she's gonna invite you to like just simply have dinner like she's a very humble chill ass woman like she will invite you and just let's talk like there were so many times where she just invited me to have dinner like just sweet friendship stuff that honestly is very rare to me like when it comes to like I want, I want more of that. I love that from Summer. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like my friends um, take me out like that. You know, like, uh, well, Eve, Eve and you know Dreamville, they they do, they look out for me a lot. But like specifically, yeah, Summer has taken me out a few times. Like she's so lovely. Most friendships nowadays, mm -hmm. I find at least, exist in a place. So at least we know it's authentic friendship. That's cool. It's nice phone, to know. Making a FaceTime call, it all matters. Connection's important, but you're right. Like old school, like eight, like eighties. Like, do you want to go out for a meal? Like, it's an eighties move. Yes, I have chills. I didn't even realize how special that is to me until I'm talking about it right now. Like, oh my god. Speaking of the eighties, you know, Nick, you made a good point before where whenever we listen to your music as a team or individually it's like you have this uh amazing ability to to conjure inspiration from sort of the four like four amazing decades and the key artists like i hear Minnie ripperton you've spoken about that i'm a huge Minnie ripperton fan we talked about anita baker Anita for sure yeah we talked about erica obviously. erica badu and i feel like especially like don't waste my time there's like a little bit of that like early 2000s pop R&B bounce on there too, you know, that you can kind of tap into. Missy Elliott all day, like inspired. Mm. Um, it's definitely a lot of just Missy vibes. And Teacher Moses, like I I just love soul and R&B so much. I literally listen definitely to a soulful so voice. Like, that is definitely a soulful it's everything voice. to me. So it's gonna always ooze out like naturally with my melodies, with my writing style you're adding to this legacy you know through through your songs and your performances i want to talk a little bit about how do you get that performance out of yourself what are some of the constants or consistencies in the way that you like to record your vocals to make sure that you feel comfortable to get the best performance i mean i like it to be as raw as possible 
you know, I don't care for auto-tune. Yes, in the end, like, sometimes, like, we'll, we'll tune things, but, like, I don't like to record with auto-tune. Like, I like to feel the record in every way. Um, the beat is always going to be something that, like, leads me, inspires me to, you know, create a melody or freestyle, whatever. Speaking of which, one of the most playful songs on there is Boy Bye with you and Lucky Day. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's like it's, Lucky it's like day and um, character mode a little bit, which is really and Ari just when they come and together too is another me, like, and, and beautiful him, like, fluid chemistry there too when you listen to like, the music. You know, nice. we're gonna talk our type people, and so like it was very natural like to mm -hmm. us, and oh, it was so much fun. Lucky is everything. It's just so pleasant to work with him so easy to work with him he's so sweet this is an important album for the dreamville team no question about it i mean oh. no it really is i mean it's it, what cole and eve have, cre have created and, and nurtured with the artist it feels like it's artist invested it doesn't feel like it's a label with artists it's like everyone's the label and uh it feels like you will move and work together like that as well and um it must it must be really you talked about just having cole on 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 call you know to be able to say hey look i need a little bit of inspiration i need someone to give me a different altitude here and what what i'm working on um can you just elaborate a little bit on that experience of what it's like being with dreamville and and, and it not feeling like it's just a check in a bank you know it's literally a dream <laughs> dreamville a dream I would love it <laughs> like any other label like i have a very uh anxious attachment style um, Dreamville is just a very calm, stable, and secure, like, energy environment, and they're just beautiful, and they That's validate nice. me, they're so sweet, and they're so helpful, it feels like a dream, it feels like dessert, like, all the time, like, how much they love on me, how much they love on everybody, like, so sweet, so thoughtful, they're always thinking of everyone, always. The message that you sent to Cole when he asked you about like the title significance and the album significance, and I think that message that you were able to send back to him kind of speaks to that, you know, that, that gives clarity to what, you know, how comfortable you feel there. Oh my gosh, so comfortable. We all just, we literally talk about everything, you know? And Cole's, he's so real. He's gonna let me know like, yo, I, like, he's just, so helpful so damn helpful and and he's going to let me know like if he feels like you know maybe a, a way about like a decision that like i'm thinking about like he really helps me he has great instincts and he and he leads by example too i mean he really does. you want to you want to if you're going to join a team of creatives that has that has a, sing, a, a single creative that's built this that started this thing you want you want to look at how that person runs their life and you look at Cole and Cole goes, well, family is here, you know, and then Very and private about his family community and the culture is here. And then how I make all that fit together in my sort of micro world is fine. But all that other stuff is the reason. And that's where you want to be. You want to be there. That's good energy. That's, that's a healthy man and a very very great example but just like them bigging up j cole i haven't i was trying to watch this before the j cole advice on how to destroy doubt and just like seeing like clips of him and how he kind of did that for himself but in another live stream but i never got around to it so let's just get around to it right now are you okay we're getting comfortable chilling mailing it in waiting around on inspiration if this is as high as you ever got 
not career success-wise, but from a skill level. Like, have you wrote your best song? Did you leave no stone unturned? Definitely creative? not that. You put yourself in like, I feel like there's always more to get. Always more to do. A lot about yourself. Always more to like. And usually you find out experience that you're capable of rising and to that bar that's set by that uncomfortable. Just, situation. just get better and better. Like, there's, there's, there's no limits to like how better, how much better you can get. So, recommended meditation to me, which I had already dabbled with, but she gave me her experience with meditation, and and. I took that seed that she planted and was like, yo, I'm going to revisit this. And I meditated every day that year and got up to twice a day, sometimes three a day. So thank you, Catherine. Um, and you hear the album that came out from, from that, you know what I mean, from that process. So yes. meditation for me is more like being He seems present. like a very centered person. Trying to think anything. Like I'm a lot of his artists are thriving. Still observing. That's in that my team mind is racing. with this kind of a quote-unquote leader. Or it might so it's be kind of cool to see. Dude, or it might be... This is happening in the family. Let I'm it, noticing it, and I'm trying to let it go. Slow, let it go, but also not fight it. Bring my attention back to like my breathing. Something that's currently happening. The sound of that fan. Mm -hmm. huh. I just listen and try to like focus on that. And what it, what you notice is like your my mind will start going to something else. Like oh, my mom said something on the phone. Boom, boom, boom. And mm -hmm. I'll start thinking about that. And I might go on a yeah. thirty second trip on that thought but so you like meditation has like become a thing like a regular part of your life i do it when uh when i get a little anxiety mm. you know what i mean or a lot of anxiety as you should a stressful situation as you should that's why i don't that's what i don't like about myself is like i want to become disciplined to where it is a part of my life every day mm. when things are like good or things are like right. a little stressful so like i haven't done an interview in mad long so like before i come up here i'm feeling like I'm excited, but it's also like, oh, it's a little nerves. Like, it would feel like before I go on a, a big yeah. show or something. Do it your you way. Amazing gift for storytelling. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, seriously, an amazing gift. Um, that gift comes from where? Oh, man. I'm not sure. <laughs> just yeah, born with a man. Sure. I just know I, I started gravitating toward, to that. Like, I, I started off just rapping about nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> More like battle raps. Like, I'm better than you raps. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, once I really started, like, falling in love with the art more and, like, really pay attention to my favorites, mm -hmm. Pac, Nas, it was the stories that I gravitated to. I think about all my favorite artists, period, and mm -hmm. it's just amazing storytellers. And that's yeah. what I just, you know, emulated and eventually... Mm -hmm. There's been points in my life where it's like, to be a rapper, you got to always keep your pen sharp and mm -hmm. like be ready to go into battle at any time, mm -hmm. the competition, the sport of rap. And there's been times in my career where it's just like, that's so... Sharpening be. your you tools. Know, like, I'm just interested in telling stories and like, you know, mm -hmm. getting across a message and a, and a theme. And if I get chills, mm -hmm. I know, that's when I know. It's like, going to oh, yeah. I tell a story that's like, ah, yeah. you know, that's when I know, so... Beware of false prophets. It takes somebody who's vulnerable and like broken and gives them some, some a way to like plug that hole. Even there's kids that like love me, love my music. And it's like for, to them, I represent something yes. more than just the music. What and do you say to them? I say to them that like, I don't want that to be the case. I don't want to be, I don't want to mean that much to you, not because I don't care about you, but because I actually care about you. I want you to get to a place where no artist, celebrity, even person in your life can have that much meaning to you where it like dominates your life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas what's pulling my strings? Mm -hmm. What's forcing me to uh, 
want this shit so bad that I do this. Yeah. And we 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 we're to blame as a society because like we uh, promote that. I mean, obviously we were born into this, but we promote that and we award that. We award mm -hmm. a certain monetary level that you hit. Mm -hmm. We award a certain amount of followers that you hit. Mm -hmm. We award a certain amount of clout that you get. A you lot of superficial it. shit is, is awarded, play. for sure. A video come up right now, somebody put a video in the chat. This little rapper do this, boom, boom, boom. I'm clicking that shit. Mm. Nothing is final. You get another choice. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not all or nothing. It's not like, yo. You have a, like. Pop the perk, like. Oh. What's up. wrong with you? Nah, it's like, bro. It's cool. Choose why. Like, you got another shot. Mm -hmm. It's an empowering it is statement it puts the power like in your hands and it's like you always got the choice to like choose a different know, path it, you know it's, switch it's not, it up on and nothing's final yeah you always got a chance today to like be a uh the person you want to be visualize your success i went to does skate zone and they had a part of their show where they invited yo all the mcs that's in the crowd if you want to get up and rock come up i'm 14. i'm the youngest dude in i'm making my vision right? board very soon 19 20 24 gotta make whatever. another one for this year coming into next year for sure skinny i sounded like a girl my voice was high pitched i was nervous mm. as hell but as soon as they passed me the microphone i destroyed that shit. i was the best on the stage with all these older dudes and that's when dudes from bombshells was like he wasn't lying he really mm. got it like that and we started working and they became my mentors and does skate zone millions of dollars was on my mind at that time i was dead broke there was no time to relax go hang out party no i was broke i needed millions i saw even when i had negative money in my account which you was very millions. often yeah. i saw millions in my future i wanted yeah. safety comfort security ease no more stress tired of watching people stress tired of watching people fucking scrape and pawn shit just to make pay this and you know what i mean i was tired of that shit tired of being that myself so that was my theme you know what i mean at that time no time to chill i'm trying to get meal your time will come but but the stories that you tell <laughs> you know, true for some artists he was talking but it felt like he was rapping the, the entire time you tell are especially on this project such personal stories right and it seems to me i'm not an artist but it mm. seems to me that one has to get to a place of feeling a certain level of comfort to be transparent enough right to share those stories right so how does one how does one navigate to that particular place you know what's what's funny is i was telling these stories just i'm, I'm a bedroom artist i mm -hmm. come from the bedroom generation of mm -hmm. artists where we could just i got my first beat machine i was making beats downstairs in the house i was writing in my room home studio you know, i had this door closed mm -hmm. yeah. so when you got the door closed and you're writing these songs no one's around to hear them mm -hmm. and so I had these songs that would like say super personal details about my life or like really give you insight that some people might find embarrassing or like mm -hmm. may not want to reveal that type of information. But for me, it was like no one was listening. It was like, you know, I'm not a real, uh, I don't really talk about my problems with my friends. I'm a real introverted person. So mm -hmm. that was my way of getting it out. And I never thought about the other part that was like, yo, somebody's going to hear this. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> one day somebody's going to hear this. In your case, a whole like, bunch of people right, are going to hear it, yeah. Right. So I got in the <laughs> habit of, uh, of of telling those stories when no one was listening. It just so happens now we're at a point in my career where, like, everybody's, everybody's listening. There, so yeah. You know, it's cool. Create balance. If I stayed in the studio anything less than 12 hours before I had kids, it was a failure of a day. Hmm. About Less two than years 12. into being a father, I remember like, oh, you need a schedule yeah. where your family knows that this is your time in the studio, 
And this is the time when I'm at home on family mode. It's something that I needed to do because I'm not gonna shortcut on the family side. Fight comfort. This past five mm. years has been a fight against- Being uncomfortable is uncomfortable, isn't it? I was chilling. Truthfully, truthfully is. What I noticed was with that feeling of comfort, I'm like, damn, this is the moment that a lot of your favorite rappers hit a crossroad where they did what the fuck they set out to do and then the fruits of their labor started working against them. That same mm -hmm. energy and that same like passion they put into the craft was gone and it was replaced by like comfort. Are you okay with getting comfortable, chilling, mailing it in, waiting around on inspiration? If this is as high as you ever got, not career success-wise, but from a skill level, like have you wrote your best song? Did you leave no stone unturned creatively? When you put yourself in uncomfortable moments, you find out a lot about yourself. Hmm. And usually you find out that you're capable of rising <laughs> to that bar. That's I'm thinking about doing different genres in the studio, trying other beats out, kind of like what Drake did with Honestly Nevermind, just like trying to expand themselves. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit more about Ari Lennox. We're going to get into, she did another podcast with, I think it was Angela Yee. I'm not really sure. Let me check. Um, see, no, I think these are different people. I think I, I, I've been wanting to check them out. Um, let me see. Which one do I want to do? I want to do the, what's the best rap album of the year? Cause that's something I wanted to check out, see what they were going to say. Like, what kind of albums they would pick but like we're gonna like pick together as well contenders Let's do it starting off because so far this year has been a lot of a lot of good albums read out some albums and I want you to tell why are they doing this it's unfortunate Challenge He's super that. technical, bro. It, it, Come he on. Is, he is, but Black Thought does it in a...
Not in my books. Okay, two thousand by Joey Badass. Yes. Vinyl two thousand by, by Joey Badass. The contender on my books. Okay, cheat codes by Black Thought and Danger Absolutely. Mouse. All right, it's almost dry by Pusha T. Uh, steamy take here, but I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no in my conversation. We, 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 we got to talk about that later. Yeah. Um, Ramona Park broke my heart by Vince Staples. Could yes. be considered, but just not on my list today. The Elephant Dang. Man's Bones by Rock Marciano. Uh, fantastic <laughs> listen. Really enjoyed it, but wouldn't be on my list. Okay, so let's get into the album of the year conversation, man. So like right now, do you have one that's kind of, you know, taking precedence over the rest? Like, yes, but I'm gonna say albums dropped album so far. Um, like contender at think. the moment. You know, I think did, the, the word contender did, is Devil, important did, to all seven. Oh, shake drop her album this year. This episode because like I like that album change, a lot. I mean, you know, there are certain months or days where. I have a certain album rotation and I feel like that should be taking my number one spot. So I want to make that clear. Nothing is final on this list right now, but I think the Forever Story did, is definitely sure. the most interesting mm -hmm. track list I heard this year. And I could say a, a lot of different albums are challenging it at the moment, but what I think that this album strives in is consistency. Like there's not a single skip on this album. That's rare in 2022. You can't kill me. Absolutely perfect. Beautiful. Dynamic performances yeah. by JID. Memorable tracks. Like what else do you want out of a memorable experience? And, yeah. You? And I think the reason, by the way, I have the Forever Story by JID okay. as my number Definitely one, one as well, of and I think that it's because JID did his thing on his album, flawless sure. album in a sense, where there's very okay. few flaws it's with really it. And I think album. that the like, main that thing that's better than a lot of it. these other albums, in my opinion at least, even comparing it to something like Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, is that I did JID not that executes on his artistic range in a better to way. It. In the sense so that when you're looking at the on this album, like Cody Blue Thirty One or Galaxy or Brudenem. His singing really improved over the years. He's giving you these sweet harmonies, these beautiful hooks. And that's kind of a big weakness for a lot of albums in 2022 where when artists try that melodic bag, I, listen, they can't I, keep I, and hold I, their weight. Uh, it depends what the way you want to look at it. Obviously, Kendrick on Purple Hearts, bro. The whole, like, yeah, baby uh, no, inflection. And listen, in, in, my, in my opinion, it's not his strongest performance, but it's not like that's a bad song or like I, I skipped that for me. You know, like I'll still listen to Purple Hearts and I'll be entertained by the song and I'll be okay with it in my track list. And I know it fuck, like it's big for a lot of people, but... But do you think J.I.D. is a better singer than a lot of these other albums in contention? Yeah, the singing performances were big, yeah. but I, I don't see it as that much of a big, like, factor in, in the I wasn't really listening to J.I.D. sing like that much. factor for me was really the consistency like that was something i was craving this year was um consistency within a track list like being able to have a start to finish where like i don't mellow tone from kendrick mm -hmm. and just the idea of it being a therapy session from both sides of the project yeah that was okay, so... completed i was missing those one-liners i was missing bars like you know i'm a rant when i talk to jal come to think of it there actually isn't a single email that i've written over the last few months without the help of grammarly grammarly And first. But those clever wordplay and double entendres that you would have gotten on something like Damn, for example, or Good Kid Mad City, I feel like that was not really the focus of this Kendrick album. That and was it totally wasn't. fine. It wasn't. That was totally fine. No, and, but... and I think so. So like that's why I'm like that's where I think Mr. Ron the Big Stepper strives. And where I think Denzel strives in his own artist performance is keeping like that like that consistency within the first half of that album like that is one of the best runs i've seen all year that I think... and even like the emotional factor that went into like the, the vulnerability like the amount of like he came in hot that was album. just as hungry as gid but as, just as vulnerable was, as someone like Denzel kendrick in a sense. That's kind of i'll, I'll I say this it. from an unbiased point of view i did not uh, know that story is the best mm -hmm. album of the year but my personal favorite listen of the year is mm -hmm. mel my eyes your future and it's for a few reasons i just think that overall it is the best album yeah, experience of the year for me in the sense that when i'm looking at the visuals for the album 
I even check it out. Videos, all the way. I those were super cinematic, and I feel like what's amazing about that this album is it really immerses you because it feels well, like there's a sense the of album. constant movement throughout the track list, I'm gonna check it out. which yeah. I've spoken about before on songs like Walkin. I feel like you're along the ride as Denzel's walking through this desert. And not only John Wayne. Exactly. No, no, I completely agree with you, but I also want to butt in and say this: that the atmosphere of the soundscape is beautiful because um i i was i was in my whip listen a lot of people fuck with it and i i know but it's more of a core fan base but this needs to be talked about like close to the top five bro it's such a well-produced album the alchemist ripped all of those samples along with b butcher i don't listen to the alchemist i i saw a little bit of that before but i don't listen to let me know what you guys like what your album of the year so far is like what you pick like, what would you be playing a lot this year? Um, yeah. But I, okay, remember when I told you at the beginning of this episode, I'm going to bring in a surprise album? Tana Talk it's 4, fucking awesome, bro, bro, it's one of the most underrated albums this year. And I mean, listen, a lot of people fuck with it. And I, I know, but it's... Let's see if there's any other albums that I agree with or like... Performances all year. Have come up. Very, I, I don't uh, meditative remember the albums that I, that I picked. To it. Corday dropped um, an album too, Fiasco didn't he? I think I listened um, to it too. Kind of a, a stripped back version of his lyricism that you might got on his previous albums, but now it From still Birds, sounds refreshed yeah, and modernized for 2022. I don't remember a lot of the songs like, okay, off of it. People are going to be able oh, to like, access this, and then I do you get something like Cheat Codes, which is very rustic and has a very vintage feel to it, almost like it was made in the late 90s, and it's released in 2022. I think lyrically, when you're looking at that video was fire. That video was are the best two um, albums when it comes to lyricism in okay. 2022. But I do think that Drill Music and Zion is superior. Well, I think Cheat Codes is superior. Okay, I up. It's the technical capability. And I think Lupe does, you know, challenge He's him on that. super technical, bro. It, it, Come he on. Is, he is, but Black Thought does it in a different way where it's also relatable, where sometimes Lupe may be too complicated for a regular listener, you know? So, yeah, one of the one person commented about Wine and Chill their explanation of jay-z and the whole capitalism thing and i kind of wanted to check it out as well so we're gonna get right into it too um we heard a little bit about like some some of their best rap albums of the year so far but yeah let's let's get right into cloud cloud don't pay bills cloud also doesn't buy grocery capitalism capitalism inherently creates two large divides one between the owner of the means of production and the workers who do the actual labor but do not own anything and are instead just paid in wages the second divide is between the owners of the means of production and consumers now the origin of capitalism did not start with the one sean carter capitalist theory is traditionally traced to the <laughs> treatise and inquiry into the nature and causes of the wealth of nations and the origins of capitalism as an economic system can be placed in the 16th century so the 1500s long before Sean Carter was even thought of. From the 16th to the 18th century in England, the industrialization of mass enterprises such as the cloth industry gave rise to a system in which accumulated capital was invested to increase productivity, capitalism in other words. While the U.S. does indeed function on a capitalist system, we do not function on pure free market, although we are slowly deregulating our way there, which is a problem. We have government agencies such as the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, 
The FTC's mission is to protect the public from deceptive or unfair business practices and from unfair methods of competition through law enforcement, advocacy, research, and education. Also, to protect workers, we have the Department of Labor, which the Department of Labor, you know, is giving it a good old-fashioned try in that area. Yeah, they need more funding. Why do we even need government agencies? And these are just two. There are many more, such as the FTC and the Department of Labor. It is because the inherent divides in capitalism. The underlying premise of capitalism is more, more, more. Profit over people. Mm -hmm. Profit at any cost. This creates a competitive environment where private companies and sometimes the government child are essentially trying to make goods at the lowest possible cost, thus squeezing the actual workers to make money off of it's just it's a vicious cycle. This wage and also this nine to five products. Capitalists desire to be the lowest cost producer so they can maximize what? The profits. Which gives you predatory labor practices. Yes, I'm looking at you, Amazon. If you want to see what people who own the means of production do when unchecked, you can simply look to natural disasters. Almost every recent natural disaster puts out there now that you know before it was the American dream. Pull yourself out of bootstraps and you can make it. I really just want to see what, she, make it in what they're these, comparing. These so all I have to say is use the blaster or use a um, rock nation. And then when we start getting it, they try to lock us out of it. They start inventing words like, you know, capitalists and, you know, things like that. I mean, you know, we've been called monkeys and shit. I don't care. I don't, those words y'all come up with, y'all got to come up with stronger words. When I say y'all, I'm not talking about you. The words okay. they come up with, they got to come up with stronger words. We're not going to stop. We're not no work-life balance. Nepotism is y'all real. Y'all this out. Y'all created a system that, you know, doesn't include us. We said, fine. We went our alternate route. We created this music. We did our thing. You know, we hustled. Yeah, the reviews on here about Rock Nation aren't faith. that and, aren't that you know, good now it's truthfully. like you know you know eat the rich and the, you know, oh, man we're not stopping so that evolution is you know from us you know we came from selling seven Jeez, records no and selling yeah gossipy and complaining and, culture you know, just don't fall no into the trap of gossiping play. all the time it's a terrible for your mental health this isn't a con but this place is a lot of work especially to start like that i may be i may be uh this ain't a lot on here you know, so, Go check it out. You know, we come from the. I come from Glass Boston, door reviews of Rock my Nation. My first house, six fifteen Lexington Avenue. My grandmother's house, seven families live. Like she has seven kids. Uh, my mother and you know my parents and siblings lived in that house. My aunt Nisi lived in that house. Hootie lived in that house. Butchie lived in the basement. <laughs> I mean, this is one house. I went back mm. to that house. I did an interview with that's how Amito and, and I couldn't like, believe how your, a whole family up in this house that all of us lived in that house. Mm-hmm. So, again, that evolution that you speak of is just real and it's happening in real time. And I'm talking about it, and um, you know, I'm we're not gonna stop and we're not gonna stop talking about it, they're not gonna trick us out of and make us feel the shame to be successful in a place that you know. Um, set up a system for us to be dead at 21. Imagine the hubris to think that the word capitalist was created just for you and not in the 1600s. Is it guilt? Is it denial? Is it just lack of reading? Honestly, I really just want to start throwing books at people, but I feel like that's probably frowned upon. The main issue I have with Jay-Z's whiny rant is A, pretending the word capitalist, which he chose to be, is the same as the N-word. Now, sir, Stop that. But mostly this concept that he keeps saying, we, 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 we. Who is we, Sean? 
Parlez-vous français? There are only <laughs> seven black billionaires in the United States we don't need anymore. And 41 million black people. Again, back to the stats, the average black family makes $50,000 a year. Who is we? Jay-Z has become the token tale of, I made it, so can you. Because in one breath, he's acknowledging- Then again, he is a part of a percentage that, that is very minute. Like, it's not that much. But then in the next I didn't breath, think about that before. That we so, made that's it. true. Not that's Jay, true. you made it. And now yeah. you're mad that we're all saying, yeah, but that representation is not liberation. He's insinuating mm. that the American dream started to work, so now people are making words like capitalist, even though the word capitalist predates him. No, the American dream still doesn't work. It just happened to work for Sean. And maybe in part because allegedly he's not paying his workers, but you know. In his Twitter rant and through his songs, Jay-Z constantly reminds black people that he wants to be adored, that he's made it and we should bow down, bitches. And not just bow, bow down, down because he's come from Marcy Projects. More on that later because the people of Marcy is tired of him. But bow down because yeah. he thinks himself somewhat of a black liberation activist. Very interesting, specifically with his constant mention of actual black liberation activists. In the article Nobody's Savior, Jay-Z Can't Be Our Messiah by Letitia Harris, Miss Harris writes, when he rapped, I arrived on the day Fred Hampton died of Real Negroes Just Multiply on Murder to Excellence, a song from 2011's Watch the Throne. Apparently, Jay-Z believed that his contributions to the world were as revolutionary as those of the Marxist-Leninist activists. And that's not the only time he's mentioned Fred Hampton, much to the chagrin and full-on irritation of Fred Hampton's remaining family. It should be noted that not only was Fred Hampton a staunch anti-capitalist, as were most Black liberation activists, they understood that capitalism is inherently exploitative and that capitalism in the United States is inherently exploitative true. and racist. It should be noted oh. specifically to a one also Mr. very Carter, true that Fred Hampton, the deputy also chairman very of the true. Illinois Black Panther Party and yeah. the leader of the Rainbow Coalition, before his murder and in his most famous speech stated, we've got to face the fact that some people say you fight fire best with fire, but we say you put out fires best with water. We say you don't fight racism with racism. We're going to fight racism with solidarity. We say you you don't fight capitalism with no black capitalism. You fight capitalism with socialism. I guess Jay-Z missed that part. But you know, he, he's reincarnated and all. It seems like Jay would rather compare himself to Fred Hampton than actually listen to Fred Hampton. And back to the prior point about our black liberation activists, the majority of them were staunchly anti-capitalist. Sans Marcus Garvey, Big up to the artists, but we kind of dropped the ball on that point. That's all right. We're doing better, the younger generations, hopefully. So I'm very confused as to why Negroes are going onto the Twitter and saying Malcolm X was a capitalist. What? Direct quotes that clearly the blue check missed from Malcolm X. You can't operate a capitalist system unless you are vulturistic. You show me a capitalist, I'll show you a bloodsucker. Remember, capitalism functions because you have to literally prey on others. Now back to Jay-Z. But you know who's more upset than Jay-Z and his whiny rants? The people of Marcy Projects that he keeps mentioning. The only thing I could say he really did for us was the Christmas stuff. Every Christmas he would come around and he would give out free toys to the kids or like pocketbooks, perfumes, and little MP3 players. That was good. The Bitcoin ain't it. By the Bitcoin ain't it, mm, 
Jay-Z, along with Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter and founder of Twitter, another billionaire, Bill yes. decided yeah. that sponsoring a 12-week Bitcoin program... He, oh, he's sponsoring the 12-week Bitcoin program in the projects. It's him. Okay, let's see. The residents of Marcy Projects was a good idea. Wow, okay. First of all, the level of tone-deaf foolishness Mm. on one hand and then on the other hand the predatory nature of thinking that this was a good idea bitcoin first and foremost is a speculative asset as we have seen in the news for years but most recently are seeing with the very wild fluctuations and no i'm not about to argue with you why telling people who are on their literal last that hey you're gonna get out of poverty using this speculative asset makes no goddamn sense jay-z and his team spent a q coin in all of the external pr that is marketing it to tech companies, etc. came to the actual marketing of the course to the residents. They literally just threw ugly flyers onto the floor. Level of disrespect. But you know, at least he can tell people he's helping the people of Marcy Projects. According to one resident, this is where he reps, he's from, at least he gets that, the... but he don't do nothing <sighs> for us. It's for show. Honestly, if the people in Marcy Projects received a dollar every time Jay-Z said Marcy Projects, <laughs> they would be better off than that Bitcoin class. To Gerald, the image of Bitcoin Academy flyers strewn on the Jeez. floor spoke volumes. It's not, um, it's not funny, it's just like damn, like, for him to be playing like he really doing something over there for the that surface, bad like folks and really not to be doing But once you start crazy. peeling back the layers, you realize nobody really cares. If mm. Jay wanted to help Marcy Projects, he would help renovate Marcy Projects. He would help with the systemic issues that plague the people who live in Marcy Projects. Mm. He would lobby NYCHA to do a better job. He would give rent subsidies, education subsidies, not occasionally tossing around toys, which allegedly he hasn't even done that since 2017. Speaking of people who also hate poor people and affordable housing. You look like clowns. <laughs> I am not bluffing. I will take it all off the table. All right, I'm going to take one more comment from uh i see dave is on. <laughs> all right dave go ahead i just want to say Hi, yeah. i'm uh, adamantly opposed to it obviously i live behind the development or the proposed development uh i do have many business interests in town i've invested millions of dollars in town if you rich people problems through, rich people issues is no longer applicable to insult to injury after Dave Chappelle killed the affordable housing deal in his little village he went ahead and bought a decent chunk of the land that originally was going to go to the affordable housing nice. now if you're sitting there ready to get your twitter fingers out to tell me you are still taking lunch with Jay-Z over the 10 20 30,000 dollars hold Yes, a few black billionaires have done one-off things to help people. Most notably, billionaire Robert F. Smith gifted Rihanna did a little bit of things. I saw she did a little bit of Rihanna, she's a philanthropist. But there's not that many black philanthropists. That payment and being debt-free, I would say definitely helped those 400 students. And let's not forget about Jay-Z okay. giving the toys, Rihanna having her diamond ball. However, mm. overwhelmingly, 
There is no such thing as trickle-down black economics. Whenever mm. we position representation as True. the end goal, instead like it, it doesn't of mean that all of us are going to be liberation, we end up on that with level. This. We end or I mean, up with a as few fast or as slow as them or whatever it, journey. While the rest of us are meant it's, to it's only a little bit of them, like a little bit of black people that are at Which their brings level. me back to the stats Crazy. again. There are 41.6 million black people in the United States of America. This is a very U.S.-centric conversation, and honestly, we could have it with Nigeria. Nigeria, we could have it with any Caribbean country, the same thing is applying with far greater disparity between the richest and the poorest person, to be honest. There are 41.6 million black people in the United States and seven black billionaires. Those seven Negroes can't save us, won't save us, and honestly, they don't even want to. We are fueling their dreams by mm. continuing to buy consumer, their consumer, things, consumer, consumer, even consumer, when consumer, consumer. they are participating yep in questionable business practices definitely that questionable production definitely questionable that. people like jay-z would rather yell at us to pick ourselves up by the bootstraps instead of trying to tackle the actual systemic inequality that even allowed him to be the only billionaire from marcy projects black billionaires are anomalies in the system they are anomalies in a system that realize at a certain point when luck and hard work hit them that they too would have to learn to prey on others no amount of pointing to themselves as the magical i made a negro is going to help the rest of us and it's not going to change the fact that we don't need more black billionaires let's end with the words of queen mother audrey lord for the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house they may allow us to temporarily beat him at his own game, but they will never enable us to bring about genuine change. And on that, I'll catch you all in the next video. Intermission, intermission. We're listening to SL Berlin. I wanted to react to this because it was random and I saw it on my homepage and I was like, I'm gonna add this to list of what we're gonna watch on the stream. So we're gonna check this out together. I hope we can actually, I don't even know if we can actually. A hundred or more. Maybe, maybe, maybe you'll allow us to watch. When she told me she loved me, I know that she loved me. We go from the bed to the floor. But I'm acting funny and stuff, and she know it. I said, yeah. Look, yeah, look, listen. Carpe, she the best. A hundred or more on the meter, I'm sure. When she told me she loved me, I know that she loved me. We go from the bed to the floor. But I'm acting all funny and stuff, and she know it. I said, we ain't been here before. Certain times it be driving me mad. Think I'm better at being a whore. If it's on the Damn. last swing in my chin, the calmness of this. Time I relied on the law. For the truth, only lies that I saw. No legit, surely crime I was in. More I make, I'll give back to the kids. If for real from the start, then we're sharing the win. Never lower your head from a miss. If you ain't get it right, then you double your shift. Time, mm. it come and it goes. We were the closest of kids way before all the fuckery showed. This is different. Maybe that's it. You're born I heard they rap a little different. Old out in in the uk this is a different um flow yeah. to me if i'm blowing or smelly i'm blowing it strong that plug was a bitch, but, he gone. but it's Why like even edgy on a calm beat and it's just like soft i like it if she told me she won it, I'll give her the lot. Love the way how she angled the gob. If I'm back to the block, then I'm back to the block. Fuck it, nigga, I'm back to the block. If it's heavy on one, then I'm picking up two. If it lowers the price, it's all prof. Where's the honey? I come for the lot. She gave seven to cent, told him play with the stocks. And I still got some left for the squad. Gave a rat to the killies to play with the ops. What you doing? I'm doing my job. Get her off, I don't know what she on. I told Yucky to blow it. He leaving a hole in the fog. Thinking back, I was gradually lost. 
Money boy, where your salary gone? Need them never gonna see me again. I'm tired of all of these marrying me thoughts. Look at the mess, stuck on the fence. Girl, you're the one, ain't no need to pretend. If you're deaf from the start, then you're dead till the end. Let's make it work, give a fuck by your friends. Where did you freak? Stuck on repeat. Still want my tool when I step on the street. If they're playing it funny, then funny it be. Come, see what I'm I don't have a place to put this song, though. Like, where would you, you just chill in your room listening to this song? Like where would you you not playing just at any party? You just while I head for the sea over a nut when I You vibe into the song? I don't know. I just can't have a play. I don't have a placement for it. Videos calm, videos chill. Follow my script and you see what I mean. Just it's 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 nice. You know, it clips back and forth to different scenes. I like the one with the like he's in the in the window like that. Like on the balcony. I like that one. Um overall it was pretty chill. Vibe, chill vibe. Nothing too crazy, nothing too crazy. We already saw this. You sound earlier. amazing. This album is so. And yeah, I just wanted to go over. Yeah, I was like the last thing. Last thing I wanted to see was just a little bit of her on this podcast, Ari Lennox. I think she probably will be talking a little bit more in, in depth about the album. We'll probably see a little bit of that. And then I'll be out. Um, let me know if you want me to see anything else or just react to anything, and any music. Here. Brittany Bridget Kelly, who I think is I've seen her on Love and Hip Hop before, but I'm not sure. There's no whispering here. No. These are vocals. Real vocals. Thanks, y'all. Yes, but I don't want to say their name because I don't want to come off like a weirdo asshole for saying someone as legendary as that person was happy to see me. I felt so special, but I don't want to say their name because I don't want it to come off. No. Parents wouldn't necessarily. They didn't. Hey, but you're right. She'd be, nice driving it there. She'd be driving it there. Yeah. But. Um, I wanted to get into at your listening party. You talk yes. about leak it. Yeah. This is a grown song, yeah. which is why we put it here. Oh yeah. Because it was, it's absolutely done well. Hmm. Hmm. I don't like the way she she worded that, but okay. And the way that Mandy, well, similarly to Mandy, Mandy's a podcaster, so there's guys that she's dealt with, and she's like, "Don't please don't listen to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just don't listen yeah. because you're gonna They'll just over sexualize. Yeah, you'll you. over sexualize it and sometimes, get too comfortable. Does that happen yeah. to you? You know what? Sometimes I can be naive sometimes, and like seeing the good in like any and mm. everybody, girl. Yes. And so That's I'm, her. I'm, That's I'm definitely a thing. Good-hearted people. Realizing it is what it they is. probably did assume that. I just, I didn't want anything more than just a good time or right. a short time. Like, but really I am looking for a partner mm. forever. Like yeah. I want, I want, I really want a real loving partner, a good, sweet relationship, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure they have. And uh, yeah, but yeah, guys have definitely been very rude to me. Um, yeah, and just assuming, I guess, just because my music is mm -hmm. sexual, Provocative that, I, or that you can talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah, Damn. it's just like, well, I have to be attracted to you first. I have to, like, yeah. like, yeah. like I, and, and and there's so many uh, ways you can be attracted to someone. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, yep. I, I have to connect with you mentally. That is the sexiest thing. Music, taste, like, mm -hmm. 
what are you listening to? Because I love jazz. I, you yeah. know, I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, yeah. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? The Bee Gees. Give it away. Listen give it away now. now. Did yeah. you see? You a real one. She was on her oh, we boat. Just, we just had a whole conversation yeah. about Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes, yes, Red you were on your boat listening to Blondie yeah. singing yeah. Call Me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yes, she was on shit. the boat having, her, having a yeah. time of your life. Absolutely. Which is, which is such an important thing, I think, for, for people to see. I think as an artist, everyone everyone's going to establish an idea of who they think you are based on your music and then yeah. when they get to see you on social media they're like oh my god she's like me she's she is into her own thing This bitch is nuts and I love I it. Yep. So you, it's so love, crazy. We loved it. We loved it. We loved the nuts. Hey, can we pull the sound bite? <laughs> yeah. So we gotta pull we the love, sound bite. We love it. We they love was, it. They were so good. Well, you know, we're gonna Thank get into you. the honest portion we have to. We of have this to. conversation. Okay. I can't wait. Hey, y'all. I'm still scared. This might no, be good. good. This you're is good. good. These you're first good. two, you're good. good. We're good. Girl, don't be scared. We need scary press. No. By the end of your press run, you're gonna be like, can I come back on to see yes, what the thing is? They yes. were gonna just go back to that studio and hang out with them. Take a shot in between tea. Right, right, right. I'm in touch with tea. Cause you still sipping this one baby ass shot. Yeah, this is childish now. This is childish now. No, grow this up, is childish. Grow up, grow up. I, I, I like I don't wanna puke. This is like the first thing I had this morning. Okay, I'm I'm a little excited. Uh, I'm a little excited about seeing or hearing Ari Lennox's album. I got me into it. I heard a little bit of her comments about it. I heard a little bit of the songs. I gotta hear it in depth soon. You'll see a reaction out very very soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been trying to get her to get some vocals um, on the mic. Yeah. We have we haven't we haven't warmed, we haven't warmed up, so we're not gonna warm up really on the mic. Led. And this is why, and that is why Bridget you do, do be singing. We love that for you. No, I, I love that for you. Oh my God, y'all. <laughs> Listen. So okay. no one's going to hear it. I don't want them to. <laughs> no, 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 no one's going to hear it. No one's going to know. We're going to bleep it out. We're not, we're not messy like that. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. We got you, but yeah, you got it, bitch. No. Jasmine, because hell to the fuck ass now. hell to the fuck No, 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 because. Speaking of, I, I guess I would say legends. I don't know if she's legendary just yet. Okay. Um, but I wanted to, to talk to you about working with J. Cole because J. Cole came out recently. Yes, and I, compared, would say, I would say legend. She is. Yes. I, I, I say didn't legend. know. Yes. I didn't know. Yeah, Wait. Girl on Fire legend. just got to be removed out that catalog, but everything else is amazing. Um, but Girl <laughs> on Fire. Oh, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. I'm saying this because J. Cole so, compared your new album that to Alicia so Keys. Songs in a minor. But a minor. Songs in a minor. A minor. No, it's That's the key really A minor. It's a key of music. It's not a minor. So here's the thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to music. I don't really know the A minor, B minor, C yeah, minor. I it's a song. It. It. It's like, no songs in a minor. Girl. I don't be knowing. I don't be knowing shit. It's A minor. It's just the key. Come on, Alicia Keys. It's a key of music. Uh -huh. is, is the A minor yeah. what you hit or, uh, or didn't hit? What minor did you hit? Is I it... have no music theory inside. No key. Mm. <laughs> I, have no theory inside. I have oh, no I wouldn't know theory. if I was flat or I, sharp. Yes. I wouldn't okay. know. I, I, wouldn't, I know it's off. 
That's yeah. what I know. That's it. You heard but it. You were like, that I, does, those I don't match. They don't match. Absolutely not. Yes. Absolutely <laughs> not. You said no bitch. Yeah, that ain't it. That, that yeah, was not. That was no. <laughs> So he I think recently, uh, I think what gets me excited about her music is mostly her personality. I really love Ari Lennox's personality. I watch her like Instagram lives and things like that, but just her personality is like so warm. It's as warm as her music, but I just don't listen to her music heavy. But I'm excited to hear it regardless. Um, what time is it? It's ten eighteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say you know good night to everybody. You know what I mean? Thank you so much for coming through, listening to the live, being here for a little bit. Shout out, y'all. Worldviews Wednesdays. Thank you guys for coming through. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Um, damn, I really wanted to make it to an hour. So let me know if there's anything else you want to see real quick. Or I'm going to show a little bit of this, honestly. <laughs> yeah, we're going to close out with some, some of this. Real quick. Yeah, and I wanted to know. So I really wanted to get to an hour before I left. To being compared. Unless there's like, something else uh, you guys want to see won. before we leave. I think that album was, is the one that won her the eight grand. I just want to end it off with Ari. You set me up like that, man. I love Cole. I love him so much. Like that? But nah, that, that album is literally unmatched. But I love Cole so much. He's so sweet. And that makes me yeah. feel so special that he felt that. Cole yeah. and seems like a sweet person. Because I know how much he loves Alicia Keys. And that album so i'm honored but i can only i i still feel like there's so much work to do i'm like still striving for yeah that that debut like alicia keys album that debut um uh lauren hill you know yeah. miseducation of lauren yeah. hill like i want to dig deeper i, I want to something that like catapults her up talking about sex and i want to continue but, yeah. but i really do um. i lied on boy but i've never fallen in love before I, oh. I I don't think it's ever happened ever. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I I don't I've loved but I've it never was not an in love thing. Understood. I think um it never got deep enough for these feelings to happen I think but I love hard. I just I know there was no way it was, it was falling in love. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just like an anxious person who loves love but I the idea of it but I don't think it's ever really hmm. But I was hmm. so, my Do you point feel is, like your music will get deeper than when you hmm. experience that? That's a, that's a different take. Especially when she makes a lot of love music and like and I've, I've written, sexual I've music. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> if you haven't been in love before, <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't that, then it wasn't that. It just wasn't it. You know what it is. Like, and I guess at different stages in life, there is, you, you change your uh, idea of what love is every time. Like, your previous thought of it is is different from the last thought. Like every time you get in a relationship, it's different. But yeah, anyways, I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you guys so much. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell to be notified of any new podcasts, live streams, anything else coming from this channel. I will see you guys. I love you. Peace out. Blast off.